Whenever war stops, lives are saved. We must always aim to save lives and not to destroy. Into the third month of 2022, war is happening, and many citizens of Russia are either fighting at the front lines or getting arrested back in the cities. Say no to war. That is the message. That is the message to save lives, the lives of our neighbors, families, and children, and to stop the killing. To stop the war is a message of hope. Say no to war. The ones getting arrested for the message will bring the message to the ones who do the arresting. That was the life of God's apostle Paul. I know that God is watching over all this. Our God is the God who gives hope. He is God when you are under arrest, and He is God even when you put others in prison. He will always be God. God will always be God in heaven above. The Bible says, "Now who will do you harm if you are eager to do what is good?" So if you are eager to save lives with hopes to stop the war, who will do you harm if you are eager to do good like this? But even if you do suffer, and suffer to the point of arrest or for hoping to save lives, you are blessed. You are blessed by God. Do not be afraid. Do not be intimidated. Keep a clear conscience at every turn. Remember that your message is to stop violence and bloodshed. Say no to war. Do this to honor God in your heart. You do this not merely to save your own livelihood, but also to save the lives of your neighbors in the country by your side. Remember, this is what you should insist on. To honor God and save lives by stopping the war. Always be ready to make your defense and explain to anyone who demands to know what you stand for. Always be ready to explain, and be gentle and respectful in your defense. There's no need to shout loudly. Be gentle in your words, and keep your peace about it. Fear God in your doing, and fear God. In your speaking, remind everyone that stopping a war will save many lives, and starting any kind of fight gains nothing of value. There is only shame, and disgrace, in violence and bloodshed. But if you hope in God to save lives, to end a conflict of bloodshed, your hope will be seen by God. Your hope in Him will be blessed by Him. Because it is better to suffer for doing good, even if it is to be arrested, if suffering should be God's will. It is far better to suffer for doing good than to suffer for doing something that is evil. If everyone should suffer together, whether at the front lines of war or arrested in the safe haven of capitals and cities, it is far better to suffer for doing good. Than to suffer for doing what is evil. I will tell you, no one can take away your hope in God to save lives, and your hope to see war stop. No one can stop you from hoping in God. Absolutely, no one. Not even when you come under arrest, because the people who arrest you are the very people who need to hear your message. Therefore, even in arrest, 
your message to stop the war only becomes stronger, truer, and proven to be more timely and necessary. Never forget, your hope is to save lives of your countrymen, your brethren, even your hope to save the lives of your neighboring country, and hope in God for that. Everyone must examine their own hearts and convictions before they act. And if you come under arrest for a message to save them, I believe this is a noble sacrifice that our God above honors. After all, even Jesus sacrificed Himself to forgive all of our sins, and the Father in heaven restored Him, resurrected Him to eternal life. The sacrifice of Jesus is most acceptable before our Father in heaven. Every sacrifice that is accepted by by our Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, the Father restores. That is the promise of eternal life in gospel of Jesus.、And、Jesus did say, "Yes, no one has greater love than this, that he laid down his life to save his friends and his true disciples." And then his friends and his true disciples went on to save those in another country, the Gentiles. That's what they were called. So you see, you do have hope in God. This is the God who says, "I will soon lift up my hands to nations, more countries than one nations, more than one nation. I will soon lift up my hands to nations." He will signal to his people, sons and daughters will return to their home, and then you will know that he is the Lord God. Those who wait for the Lord and wait for Him will not be put to shame. Hope and wait on God when you suffer. Do everything you do to honor God. There is no shame in hoping in God. There is no shame in any action, however small or big, to save lives from war. There is no shame in coming under arrest or suffering for doing good. So pray and hope in God together, because the God of the Bible, through Jesus Christ, is the God who aims not to kill. God aims to save lives. God aims to save souls and saves lives of your people, your neighbors, and you. God aims to save even life eternal. The whole point, He will save you now, so that you can enjoy life eternal in Jesus Christ. If you are listening to this, God is aiming at you like a soldier taking aim. When God aims at you, He's aiming to save you, not to hurt you or kill you or to murder you. God is aiming at you to save you, with a chance to repent and to turn around. God is aiming to save you from what terrible thing you might get yourself into. That is God. God gives hope to everyone, and I do mean everyone on every side. God gives hope in arrest, during arrests. God even saves the people who arrest and try people to death. God saves everyone on every side, and perhaps God may save them through you coming under arrest. We know this because that's exactly what happened to the Apostle Paul. Yes, Apostle Paul. That's the man of God who wrote almost half the New Testament Bible. Apostle Paul, before he was apostle, he was once the person who arrested and put to death certain people. He confessed his guilt plenty of times. 
Paul was someone you could call a religious zealot. He thought what he was doing was right by arresting and killing others, letting them die even, even though this was all wrong. And God gave him hope. This person of all people, he was putting people to arrest and letting them die. And then God changed him. And God gave him hope for eternal life. The greatest hope of all rest with him. He became a steward of that hope. That's him, Apostle Paul, from religious enforcer who arrested and killed, then himself becoming under arrest for trying to save the souls and lives of people in another country. Yes, that's Paul. It was the message of Jesus that changed him. This is what the Apostle Paul said in the Bible, Acts chapter 22. Paul recounted his prayer to Jesus. He said, Lord, they know, everybody know, they themselves know in every church, every synagogue, I imprison. I imprison and beat those who believed in you. And while the blood of your Christian witness Stephen was shed, I myself was standing by approving those who killed him. This was Paul speaking. Then the Lord said to me, go, I will send you far away to Gentiles. The Lord said to this person, Apostle Paul, go, I will send you far away to Gentiles. As in, that meant people not from his own country. Paul arrested people. He let some of them die willingly. Paul bravely confessed his guilt. And then Jesus changed him. And then he went on hoping to save Gentile neighbors instead. In the process, he became arrested. The few sentences here that Paul has spoken tells us so much about him. And after saying this, this was the very moment that led to his arrest when God told him, go, go to the Gentiles and save them with the gospel of Jesus. There was his own country. Then there was his neighbors, another country next door. And God sent Paul to save them. And for them, Paul became arrested. What Paul said in Acts chapter 22 was the turning point. This was historically the last statement Paul has made as a free man. Because after saying this, every record we have of him, he was under arrest or already in prison. While under arrest and on his way to prison, five more times Paul preached his message about Jesus. Five other times after he got arrested, he was preaching his message to save Gentiles, to governors and to officials and officers alike. The people who arrested him heard the message about Jesus and his mission to Gentiles. And on arriving in prison, he continued to preach his message about Jesus to save the lives and souls of Gentiles into the eternal gospel of Jesus. Before, Paul was someone who imprisoned and killed, even naming his victims with shame and regret. Then he received the message of Jesus, and God sent him to save Gentiles people outside his own country for which he himself became arrested in Rome the whole life of Paul the apostle of God tells us there is hope that God gives hope 
to everyone from every side. This man, Apostle Paul, embodied and represented both the aggressor who arrested and killed and the missionary who came under arrest for hoping to save the souls and lives of neighboring countries. He embodied both of those, and God gave him hope so that he can become obedient to the gospel of Jesus that saves. God gives hope to aggressors, and God gives hope to those in prison. And God is ready with forgiveness whenever we turn to him. No matter where you are, you can hope in God. To those who arrest and kill officers and soldiers, God gives you hope. It's never too late to lay down arms, uphold your duty to protect and to serve with fairness and justice. Save your soul, give yourself to Jesus Christ. Let him save your eternal life so that you also give yourself to save lives instead of taking. And those who come under arrest, you hope in God to save, save lives on earth and save lives eternal by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hope in God. He saves the faithful with love and care, sometimes coming from the most unexpected places or people. God is the God of nations. He gives hope not just to one country, but from one country alone outward to all other neighbors. A long time ago, this began with Abraham and then his son Isaac and Israel. God even sends his servants from one country to the next with hope to save the souls of their neighbors, national neighbors. So that even for those who arrest or put others to death can have hope in God to stop and turn around. The Apostle Paul, the great evangelist and church planter, was all of the above. He put others to prison and put them to jail. He let some of them die. He was arrested then. And God never abandoned him because God is God. Whether you're in prison or whether you're putting others in prison, there is hope for everyone, for all of us. Today, we, any country outside Jerusalem, can have the gospel of Jesus was because of someone like Paul, willingly becoming arrested and still preaching the name of Jesus. See how Paul's life changed because of Jesus. There's hope for aggressor to change, and there's hope even in arrest. God did not abandon Paul through his mistakes, not through his arrest, and God does not abandon you today. God is a God who gives hope to those in jail and hope for those who put others in jail. So hope in Christ, hope in Jesus Christ and hope in God. There is hope for you, Russia. You can turn to Jesus from where you are. Pray in the name of Jesus. Let him answer your prayer with a way out of prison and out of violence. Pray patiently and hope. Our Father in heaven, Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your rule come on earth. Give us daily bread and forgive our sins. Do not bring us into a time of trial. Deliver us away from trials, whatever legal trials before us. Because of our sin, we cannot stand before you. 
Thank you, Lord, for you, Jesus Christ. You are a God of justice. Thank you for dying for our sins, and thank you for your righteousness. God, I pray that you deliver justice according to your Son, Jesus Christ, the righteous judge. Your blood is shed for us as an acceptable sacrifice by God, done for us. Save us even now for anyone in prison. God, I pray that you send them angels and churches and Christians to support them in every way possible. Save them and provide for them and support them. And those with power to arrest, even to kill, God, I pray that you send them messengers safely to accept your message with the Holy Spirit so that they can turn away from their own way of doing things. Give them a way of peace by hoping in you. I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. And for anyone tuning in, we may say, Amen. Thank you.